Hi, my name is Angel. My project is called Restoring the Monarch Butterfly Population. Each week, I will tell you all the important topics that you need to know about monarch butterflies. These topics include the life cycle of the butterfly, a butterfly's habitat, and everything you need to know about the monarch butterfly and how to restore the population. Last week, we talked about the life cycle of a butterfly. Last week's lesson was also a blog post, but this week, we're changing it up and doing a podcast. This week's topic is on specifically a butterfly's habitat. In this podcast, I will talk about where butterflies live and their roles in their respective habitats. If you want to learn more, I linked some articles that go further into detail and helped me learn new things. I hope you can learn a lot in these next few minutes. So the first topic I want to discuss is where butterflies live. Butterflies can live in diverse habitats that range from salt marshes, wetlands, grasslands, and even mountain zones. Any habitat that has rock surfaces are crucial to their environment. To find a certain species of butterfly, it will all depend on the season or what other plants slash wildlife that live there. This is something that's very important to know if you are again looking for butterflies. Because of the summer's warmth, it will bring higher population numbers. Here's a fun fact. The richness of species increases from north to south in New Zealand. It is very rare for a species to be widespread. Over time, natural butterfly habitats have been destroyed by construction and development. Pesticides and other chemicals play another factor into the destruction of the habitat. If you want to create a habitat for butterflies at home, it is very important to have a relatively sunny place. The habitat should last all summer. Make sure to include plants for both caterpillars and butterflies. This is a great way to have a successful habitat. Examples of plants you can include are violets, milkweeds, marigolds, etc. And if you can't find any of these plants that I listed or just told you, you can always go to your local Lowe's, Home Depot, one of those places that can give you more information on where to buy these plants and just more information in general of how to increase your habitat for butterflies. Now that we've talked about a butterfly's habitat and how you can create one at home, let's talk about a butterfly's ecological role. The more common thing butterflies are known for is that they pollinate plants. And if you didn't already know this, you would also know that bees also pollinate, so they have a similarity, and I'll get more into that as we get into the podcast. The insect loves bright colors and to feed on nectar. The collected pollen is carried to other plants. Butter plants need butterflies in order to reproduce. An article by Good Living believes butterflies are a great indicator of a healthy environment. A garden with butterflies will attract bees, birds, and other wildlife. But there is a caveat or a downside to attracting those bees, birds, and other wildlife. And that downside is that butterflies are on the low level of the food chain. This means that they're more likely to be hunted for than them to be the hunter. So lizards, birds, mice, bats, and other animals eat these creatures, unfortunately. Many people might not know this, but butterflies are sensitive to climate change. And this plays a big part in our world today because climate change is one of the most recurring issues going on in our world. You can see that with the wildfires and all these hurricanes that have been happening throughout the year. You can even look up 
climate change effects in the U.S. And you will find multiple articles talking about how our role and just the role in general of how things have changed in the world have has affected the climate and the way things are. Scientists are now monitoring the, monitoring the effects of climate change on these butterflies. Another section of the why butterflies are beneficial to the environment by good living actually also talks about how butterflies can make us happy. Many people don't believe this because if you don't like butterflies, obviously they're not going to make you happy, but they can. Naturalist Sir David Attenborough says being and spending time in nature can be good for your mental health. A cool fact many people might not know is that butterflies have been around at least 50 million years. 50 million years. That is a long, long time. And if that doesn't blow your mind, I don't know what will. Now that we've discussed the habitat and the beneficial factors of butterflies, I thought it would be fun if I tell you some interesting facts I found from the sources that I linked in the description box if you want to check those out and just see some more interesting facts that I might not talk about in the podcast. The first thing that I learned are that butterflies and moths are a highly diverse group. I did not know this because before doing this project, I didn't really think about all the different species of butterflies and moths. That's not something that I took interest in. But when I started this project, I realized just how many species and just how diverse, just like the article said, they are. Number two, in addition to their highly diverse group, there are approximately 250,000 species of butterflies and moths. Just like I said before, I did not know that number. It's a very big number, 250,000. That's a lot of species. The third thing I learned that really surprised me because I'm actually a Christian is that butterflies have been mentioned in reference as far back as the Bible up to Shakespeare. I think this is really cool because I just told you that butterflies have been around again a long time, as long as at least 50 million years. So from the Bible up to Shakespeare, these creatures have been mentioned in writings. And I think that's really cool that we get to see them today. The fourth fact that I learned is over 10,000 people record butterflies in the UK. And that's just in the UK alone. So just imagine in the whole world, if we counted every country and we recorded how many people recorded butterflies, recording people recording butterflies, it would probably be a good amount. And that's something I definitely didn't know. I didn't know people actually sit there and they record the amount of butterflies they see. I mean, that's really cool, but I've never had time to do that. So that's something that I definitely will think about. The fifth thing I learned is that these insects are considered the essence of nature. And I completely agree with this statement because growing up, when you think about insects and nature, you mainly think about Butterflies, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. And the last thing that I learned about butterflies is that they also represent freedom, beauty, and peace, which is something that I didn't know as well. What fact did you find most interesting? I encourage you to look up six facts about butterflies on your own. Once you've come up with that list, tell your parents, grandparents, a friend, etc. Anyone who you think would be interested in this topic. In this podcast, we talked about butterflies and their respective habitats, how butterflies are beneficial to the environment, even to humans. Finally, we discussed some cool facts that many people might not know. Now that you've gotten a general idea about butterflies, their environment, how they're helpful, and other cool facts, next week we'll be specifically on Marduk butterflies. 
we're just one step closer to our goal of restoring the monarch butterflies in our backyard. Again, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I'll see you guys next week.